0: live on never had it so good sports radio a new day brings new topics our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host expert contributors and callers we can discuss it all join us weekdays at 6 p.m and 7 p.m on never had it so good sports radio hello hello beautiful people Welcome to She Knows Sports with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Princess Cooper, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. First of all, I love the intro. Hello, had <laughs> me jamming the whole time. Um, I know I've been—we've been, been gone for a little bit, or I've been gone for a little bit. But hi, Miss Princess. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Brittany. It's awesome to have you back. I've been a nervous wreck because it's Gator Football Day there in Utah. But um, I'm excited to get started with this show. She knows Portrait Brittany and Princess. And that intro is about two weeks old, so I knew I would surprise you with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was sitting there jamming like, "Hey, because you, you know, Princess, I'm 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 young, well, fairly young, and I'm an old soul." So my friends were like, "Why are you always listen to Anita Baker and all those people?" And I'm like, "That's what I like." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, Princess. I know it's been a while, and I haven't said this, uh, but you ready to talk some sports? Let's talk some sports, Brittany. I'm ready. Let's get into it because I miss it. Boy, do I miss it. So first <laughs> things first, I want to get into this because it's been, like, the biggest thing since this this young man said it. Um, I guess, was it last week or earlier this week? And he mm-hmm. just came out of the World Championships, and that's, I guess, the world champ. Nola mm-hmm. Lyles and his comments about NBA champs. Basically, what he said is, "How are the? How when you watch the NBA finals? How are they NBA? I'm sorry. How are they world champs? What are they the world champs of? The United States." Um, so this created a big old controversial controversy. Yeah. Curtis, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think he was right? Do you think he was wrong? How do you feel about this? I feel like, obviously, he's been thinking about it a while. And after winning three gold medals at World Field, he felt he had enough um, clout to say it. But um, I can see where the NBA is coming from because it is 30, 32% um, foreign players from different countries. But if you think about it from Noah Lau's perspective, he's right. You know, it's a United States championship um, it is not a competition between the rest of the world like the Olympics are. So um, I don't think that the NBA is going to take Noah's um, hint and do anything to change it. They're going to still consider themselves world champs because a lot of foreign players play um, in the NBA, um, and I think they're going to leave it like that. But if you listen, if you really think about it, it made me think he's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I I don't know. I, first and foremost, I, I, for all of those, and I, and he did apologize earlier, but he was still wrong. Stephen A. Smith, you have NBA players, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, and so forth, calling this young man completely ignorant and and just calling him out his name. That's unnecessary. He expresses exactly. opinion, and you guys got a little sensitive, and, and that's a problem with, I guess, us Americans. Mm-hmm. We act like we just rule the world, and we don't. <laughs> So you gotta mm-hmm. get off your high horse and understand we are only one country in a world of many different countries, okay? Um, but he's right. I agree with you, Princess. So he is absolutely right. He's right. I understand, Nikolai Jokic and uh, and Luka Doncic and Giannis and all those play here because it is the best basketball league in the world. That does not mean. Uh, uh, the NBA finals or whoever wants is the world champ. That's kind of similar to to soccer. I think England has the best soccer league in the world. They're not the world champs, though, because there are many other leagues across this country. For instance, we have the MLS. The MLS compared to the England league is probably like the double A in baseball (laughs) compared to the MLB. So we have to slow our roll and understand what this young man was saying. Every day he goes up against, or not every day, but most competitions, major track competitions, he is going up against the best and the best in the world of uh, from their perspective countries. Now, if it was yeah. a situation where Nikolai Jokic went home to Serbia, Luka Domsic went went home. I think he might be from Serbia too, if I'm not correct. I'm not exactly sure. But – if all these NBA players decide to go home and play for their prospective countries like they do in the FIBA during the FIBA or during the Olympics and then play against the best of the uh, uh, basketball players from the United States, now we're talking a little something different. You know, we got FIBA going on. If the U.S. wins, now they're the world champs. If they win the Olympics, now you could say they're the world champs. But he's not wrong yeah. in this situation. Yeah, you know, credit the NBA for branding themselves world championships once the NBA finals are over. And we fell into right into it, you know, and, and let them have it and really never questioned it. And, again, my light didn't go off my, my radar. You know, maybe I thought about it every now and then, but not to the point of this, you know. Um, but Noah Lyles made us all think. Um, and once we come down off our high horse, he's exactly right. He sees more world competition than the NBA does. Um, and I, I see where he's coming from. And I'm, I'm glad to see Renee Smith back down. Um, and, and, and if the rest of them called him out of his name, they should back down too. We we, we have taken social media to where we can respond to anything, but we can respond um, um, in professional way. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be kind, but it has to be right. You don't have to cross the line. And we're – so good at crossing the line um, over a phone or a tablet or a laptop. Exactly. Um, that That is completely right, and we have to stop doing that. Like, it, it's time for us to grow up. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I just think that the the way the NBA is, and if, if that were to ever happen, Princess, um, I'm not so certain anymore that the U.S. will be world champs, if you really think about it. A lot of our players come from the international world now, <laughs> come from overseas. Yeah. Uh, we still have great talent here, but a lot of our our greatest players are retiring. LeBron is on his last so many years. Carmelo Anthony retired. D. Wade retired years ago. Uh, Kevin Durant is almost done soon. James Harden is almost done. Steph Curry is almost done. And I know you have some great young talent. But the way the, the the league has changed, we are actually the NBA has gravitated more towards that European type style of play, uh, that more finesse style of play. And who knows if we will be the NBA champs? I'm sorry, the world champs. Once those guys decide to leave, um, we might not anymore. And it's okay. It is okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just tells you um, how much basketball has has evolved. It has, and I, I I agree with you, Brittany. The world um, and its talent in basketball has caught up with the United States. And um, those were who in were in the Olympics just four years ago. I don't know if they're going to play in Paris next year. You know, I, I don't see LeBron or or Kevin Durant. Or maybe they do. They show up for the for the mm-hmm. Olympics, but they you know they're not playing in the in the Fever World competition right now. Um, right. and it's, I think that the the guard is changing, um, to that, that younger crowd. Um, and, and we'll see, but you're correct. I think the world is caught up and they, there are no lopsided wins like it was with, with Jordan and Barkley and, and that whole crew. I think that has changed. Absolutely. So it's, it's going to be interesting. It's, but it's To me, it's exciting. It's exciting. and yeah. I love more competition than, than what comes to the uh, USA. USA. All right, Princess, yeah. we're going to switch gears. Actually, we're not really switching gears because we're going to stay within the world championship round, track and field world championship. And this, so many people last year got so down on this young lady. Um, it was very few of us that stuck by her and said, you know what, she's young, she's going to go through stuff. But she came out in this world championship and ripped it. Her first world championship. Yeah. And for those who maybe listen, don't know who I'm referring to, I'm referring to Miss Shakari Richardson. She came out and won a 100 meter, uh, uh, meter gold, got the gold, won a bronze in a 200 meter, and then won a gold in a 100 meter relay. Princess, what are your thoughts on Shakari Richardson? Yeah, Brittany, you got to give her credit. Um, I, I, you know, on air last year, I was really rooting for her, and I said that. Now, I, you know. I don't know if I really liked her personality, but I really was rooting for her, and I said that on air, but I have to say, personally, just in my own spare time, I was lukewarm on whether she could successfully turn this around, get quiet, and let her talent speak for her. and she did, and she has proved me wrong, because I was really concerned that she can do that. You know, I was not going to give her any negative conversation um, in media, that's not me. I always want to promote us and our, and our women and our youngsters and our those generations. But she proved me wrong, got quiet, did what she needed to do, came into the world track and field and beat Shelly Ann Price and Sherika Jackson, the Jamaicans that had just ruled for the past four or five years or maybe even longer. And she um, didn't have the best start, but she came back and won. She won um, a bronze in the 200, and then she anchored the relay, the 4 by 100, and um, got a you know a sizable lead and did not give it up. To Sharika Jackson for sure. So again, um, and I and I liked her conversation with Otto Golden. I liked her conversation every time she was interviewed. Um, and she said they and they tried to bait her. They asked her if she was. You know, that, um, you know, back and she says, I'm not back. I'm better. They asked her, you know, you think the Jamaicans know your name now? And she said, or do they have respect for? Her? She said, I have respect for myself. So I loved her performance on the track, but I loved her conversation and how she kept it positive and how they all congratulated her and how they got a chance to interact. Congratulations to Carrie Richardson. A lot of people take longer to recover. I'm glad you weathered the storm and let people chirp, and you got your stuff together and did what you did. You're world champions. I want to, not a whole lot can say that. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I, and I still, I still love that line. I'm not back. I'm better. You know, that yeah. just shows the growth and maturity that's starting to uh, settle in. Um, and we're all, we all make mistakes when we're younger. You know, I would love to see some of these people who are very harsh, and I've read some comments online. You know, you're trying to stay away from reading comments online, and people were saying some rude stuff. I call, I call them Twitter, thump, uh, Twitter fingers, because that's all they do. When you see them face-to-face, they'll never say how they really feel face-to-face, but they hide behind that keyboard for sure. Um, You know, and, and she showed up. She showed out, Princess. I think I was at work. And I screamed when I seen her win the 100-meter <laughs> race, and I'm supposed to be working. I did not care. Um, I think I ran around the office a little bit a couple of times, and they was like, what is going on? I was like, Shakari Richardson won. Because, as you know, we talked about it last year. I've always been on her side. I was like, yeah. she's young. She's making, day one. making a mistake. She'll come, she'll come from it. I was on her side from day one. 'Cause I knew the talent and I understood that she was going through something and she had to just come on the other side of whatever she was going through and that's exactly what's going on. And she's still young. She's going to go through a lot more. So this is not yeah. going to be the end, guys. She's going to go through a <laughs> yeah. lot more. Um, so but I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her and I just hope she keeps it up because let me tell you something. Those records, she's still twenty three. She's not even her prime in the track. She's only 23, so she's still going to get faster and stronger. Um, and she's so little. That's another thing. She's so little. <laughs> makes no sense. But mm-hmm. those records, I would not be surprised if within the next six years or so, she could end up trying to or at least come close to that Flojo record. Sharika Jackson is almost there. She's twenty nine thirty. 30 Richardson is right behind her, and she's only 23. Yeah. If she can be consistent, um, there is a changing of the guard. Sharika Jackson and Sher- Shelly Ann Frazier are on the, the backside of their careers. Um, and mm-hmm. and I think both, and I know um, Shelly Ann Frazier had a baby, maybe two, but they've represented Jamaica well, and they've carried the sport and the, the torch very well and professionally. Um, and to see whatever to Carrie Richardson's team was, they they took the hit to refocus her and maybe they changed some of the team. I don't know. I think Dennis Mitchell is still her coach, um, and, and that's a young man that's out of Gainesville and University of Florida. But um, obviously they work with her, and obviously mm-hmm. they got her ready um, in in so many different aspects. And you have been there um, since day one, um, and 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 I have been a little bit lu- lukewarm on her and all of the cursing on 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 ABC and everywhere else and coming on Twitter. But she, she corrected that, and she got off of there and stopped that. And, um, and, and just look at what she did. And, and even once it, you could see it hit her, I watched it live, and I remember it was maybe about five minutes later you put it in our thread. But I watched it live with Rev, and he said he thought that the Jamaicans were going to win and that she wouldn't. And she won that thing and, and looked good doing it. Had to come from behind. But she she was she's world champion. You know, the gold medal winner and you cannot take that forward from her for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And it is only she has such a bright future and this is just only the beginning for her. Just only the beginning. Yeah. All right, Princess, should we take a break right here? No, let's keep going because I wanna keep going. Yeah, the listeners, everybody know and I said it to to Brittany before the show starts. The Florida Gators are playing at eight PM. And I'm already a nervous wreck, so I'm praying. But, yeah, I'm going to end a little early tonight. Let's keep going. Let's let's keep going, guys. See, my team doesn't play yet. Uh, I think Ohio State, I think they play Saturday. I got back to looking. Um, They play Saturday. All right. So now let's switch gears to the NFL. Um, I want to talk about your team uh, because – the owner, Jerry Jones, of course, made a trade. Most people say an incredible trade. Some people say it's okay trade um, recently. He traded, if I got exactly what he traded, I think it was a fourth-round pick or a fifth-round pick. Fourth-round round, uh, Fourth-round fourth round pick to the San Francisco 49ers for quarterback Trey Lynch, who was the third overall pick, I think, just a couple of years ago. Um, and the 49ers gave up a whole lot including Michael Parsons, because he was one of those picks, um, for Trey Lance. Does this put pressure on that Prescott? Not at all. I I don't think that um, – you know what I think Trey Lance is, and that is um, um, basically a failure at the 49ers. They moved up from 12 Mm -hmm. to 3 to get him in the first round, and he never lived up to the hype. Um, and John Lynch said, we took our best shot and we missed, and we have to own that. Um, and we've talked about this on radio with Kevin and, and, and Duck, and they said whoever was the scout that said that he was a real deal and a top five pick in the NFL missed. Now, can he mm-hmm. get there? Yes. I think he has a lot of the same Dak Prescott attributes. But I think Cooper Rush is a solid number two um, quarterback on that depth chart. And if Mm -hmm. I were running the Cowboys, I would have stayed with Will Greer. Will Greer um, in that last preseason game, and I know it's preseason, but they told him that they were going to, you know, release him, and they wanted him to play the entire game um, so that they can get some film on him. He went 24 out of 28, threw for four touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, almost Mm -hmm. 400 yards passing, and as soon as he was released, the Cincinnati Bengals picked him up. I would have kept my depth chart like it is. I don't understand Jerry Jones sometimes, and it makes me question. And I said this last year with you, and I'll say it again. It makes me question why I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But I like the fact that Dak Prescott came out and said, no, I didn't know about it. And I'm really more concerned with the family of Will Greer and um, his plight right now. Luckily, he landed in a great spot. They really like him. His um his skill set in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. I thought that Cowboys liked him. I don't know what they see in Trey Lance, but Brittany next year, they owe Dak Prescott $59 million. So mm-hmm. I think this puts some pressure on him because he does have the skill set that Dak does, um, but he has not proven it like Dak has. I don't think he feels any pressure with that. But Dak understands, too, he can't throw 17 interceptions this year and expect to get that $59 million next year. Yeah. Um, I think – I don't know if there's pressure on Dak, to be honest. I'm not sure how he'll handle it. I mean, I hope he's a pro. He's been here for a few years. Um, This is not his first rodeo of them trying to get, you know, uh, quarterbacks outside of him, I would think. Um, He doesn't have that Carson Wentz tight mentality. Um, I do like, I personally do like Trey Lance. I just think Trey Lance did not play enough in college, enough reps. He did not play enough, of course, in the NFL, because as soon as he basically came in the NFL, he got hurt for the first, what, two years, I believe? Mm-hmm. Basically not the last two seasons since he's been drafted. So, and I think the 49ers were in a situation where where they were in a win-now mode, and they could not wait or give him the time to develop, because they didn't have the time. They don't have the time. They needed him to play, and they needed him to play fairly well, fairly well. Brock Purdy is still young, but you can see that Brock Purdy is a little bit more developed than Trey Lance because of his years in college. Um, So I think Trey Lance will eventually get there. I think this gives him the opportunity just to sit back. There's less pressure on Trey Lance because he's at – second or third, he'll be the third right now, quarterback behind Dak Prescott. So he could just, you know, learn the craft, get better. Um, but as far as Dak, I don't think Dak has anything to worry about right now. I do think Dak is on the hot seat, maybe the warm seat, because like you said, that salary cap is something different, so they won't be able to get rid of him too fast. I'll say it was maybe the warm seat, because like you said, he cannot repeat what he did last season. That is a no-go. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Brittany, I I do kind of disagree. I think, yeah, he's on the warm seat. Maybe I agree with you. Um, Maybe not so hot. But he has to say Mm -hmm. to himself that when they say who are the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, he's not there in that top five. Maybe he's six, seven, or eight. Mm -hmm. But he's not in that top. And his counterpart in Philly is. You'd have to say Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Jalen's in there somewhere. And if Jalen's not mm-hmm. four or five, he's six. So um, Jalen has come into um, the NFL, and maybe it's a lot of coaching staff and the weapons too that they've allowed to be around him. And you know, so but whatever for whatever reason, he took the step first, and right. he he made it to the Super Bowl. So there is some pressure on Dak Prescott to not only. Um, not throw those interceptions. He can't throw 17 and be an NFL quarterback two years in a row. But secondly, mm-hmm. because that young man is in his division, um, I don't see Sam Howell at Washington doing much. I don't know what the young mm-hmm. man, at what the Giants is going to do. So the cream of the crop is Jalen Hurts, then Dak Prescott, then I don't, you know, whatever for the next to the Giants and, and the, the commanders. So he has to be a little concerned for himself and the pressure has to be on and you can't tell me that the, the franchise isn't putting some pressure on him after what the eagles did last year they not only turned the season around they made it to the super bowl and almost won it there was some pressure on jack oh yeah absolutely um and i think another thing that that concerns me well not really concerns me because jerry jones is just out of a box type of owner and we all know this but there was no mm-hmm. need for him to go out there and say oh we would have drafted Jalen Hurts the year he came oh, yeah. out. Why are you oh, yeah. saying that? <laughs> He's sending the like, message to somebody. On. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, that, that's, you didn't need to say that. I think the Trey Lance kind of sends a message just slightly, although to me it's not that big of a message. Um, but my other thing was I'm not sure how much respect his teammates give Zach Prescott. And maybe it's just a camp thing. Maybe it's just they're trying to be hard on him. Um but I get a little concerned about that sometimes. They they I think I I don't know. You know. I don't know how to put my finger on that one. I think where you are in Jersey and Philly, you may get the, maybe a little bit of a negative assessment, I don't know, but I have watched them just like, you know, um hard knocks, I've watched their practices. Mm-hmm. I think that that gets a lot of respect. Um from mm-hmm. everybody on that team. Um, and, and even the defense. I think he and Michael Parson have a great relationship and some of the others. Um, I don't know if he wanted to see Amari Cooper go. I know for sure he did not want to see Ezekiel Elliott go. He had on Ezekiel Elliott um, jersey the other day when he was calling the game, the last preseason game. So I think there's a lot of love, and and I can't knock his talent. But for some reason, he didn't seem to focus. He lost two games. Cooper Rush came in there and won those two games. Um, but Jack didn't look sharp the entire season last season. He had, would have a great game, and then he would have a bad game. And I think he had one game where he threw three interceptions. If you are going to be a top-tier league quarterback in the NFL, you're an NFL quarterback, but you're not on the top tier. And again, there's somebody in your same division that has risen above you, and you got to come mm-hmm. back and, and and compete for that. So, um, but I I think it's a lot of respect in Dallas, a lot of respect um, um, in in that uh, facility. But you know, it, it it's a what have you done for me, league? As every competition is, and you got to right. be consistent. All right. Well, I better see it. It better translate. Um actually yeah. you know what it don't need to translate cuz I'm an Eagles fan so I don't, I really don't care if it translates <laughs> so uh, Exactly um, but no exactly. Just, just from person to person I hope he does well um you know in his career not necessarily on the Cowboys mm-hmm. but in his career I hope he does well All right princess so we we're starting to come down to towards the end cuz I know you got to get to that Florida Utah game <laughs> With Yeah, Brittany, yeah, I want to get just get your predictions on two of them, and that is Florida, Utah, and West Virginia, um, Penn State, because of those are all within the network. Kevin and I are Gator fans. Um, Duck is a Mountaineer, um, and, and, and Jason Collins is a Penn State. We are. We have gone back and forth and been debating this, but give me your thoughts. Predict first, predict the, the West Virginia-Penn State game that's going to happen Saturday in Happy Valley, um, and I think that the, uh, the Nittany Lions have found their quarterback and replaced Clifford, who I think won a mm-hmm. st- starting job with the Green Bay Packers. I-, I think that the Mountaineers are trying to decide who's going to be their quarterback, and they're going to wait until Saturday to announce that. They play Saturday night at 7, 730. Who wins the game? Um, Mountaineer, who, sorry, sorry, goes Doug, I don't mean to say it like that, but I don't think Mountaineer's got a chance against Penn State. I mean, it's the first game, so let mm-hmm. me correct that. It. It's the first game, and you never know who's the great team and who's the terrible team in the first game. Um Until it yep. gets about week three or four. But I'm going with Penn State all the way. I know I'm an Ohio State fan first, but Penn State mm-hmm. is still close to home, and I have a lot of respect for that team. Um, So I'm going yep. with Penn State all the way, and... I say they won by about oh, a good 14 points in the yeah, first game. I, I, Brittany, I agree with you. I think they're a two-touchdown favorite. Um, again, Duck's grandson, Sean Martin, is supposed to lead that defense. He is on all of the, the watch lists for defenses in and edge rushers. So I am rooting for Sean Martin to have a good game. And I would not mind if they won. I just think that they're, they've been in disarray, and I think they were five and five and seven last year, um, um, and, and did not make a bowl game. And I don't know if they turned it around in time. And I think James Franklin has done enough and had consistency. Again, it is the first week in college football, but I'd have to say I agree with Vegas and they win by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see one winning this one at all. I, I don't. Yes, yeah. So so now we want to talk about Utah and Florida. Florida is headed to Utah last year. Utah came to them, and the prediction last year was that Utah would win that game. And I think because of some of the, the flashes of Anthony Richardson, that didn't turn out um, that way, and, and they were, Florida was able to win that game late um, with a, an interception with the, the Utah um, Utes on the third three- or four-yard line. So that, that panned out. This year, Cam Rising, the starting quarterback for Utah, tore his ACL in the bowl game, so he will not play tonight. They will be platooning two other quarterbacks who I don't think have had any starting. And then, you know, Florida has their transfer from the University of Wisconsin, Graham Mertz, as their quarterback. Um, returning uh, running backs, ETN's brother is there, and Montrell Johnson, they had a really good season last season. But, again, it's the altitude in Utah, um, the line is Vegas believes that Utah will win by three or four points. Your thoughts, Brittany? You know, I'm not sure, so sure who's going to win this game, to be exact. So I'm going to just use a little what I like to call biasness, just slightly. <laughs> I seen this show on Netflix, um, and it's called You Saw Swamp King. King. I saw Swamp <laughs> King, and it was actually good. And Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. for some reason, just turned me back slightly into a Florida fan. I've never really been a Florida fan, but I've always <laughs> been a fan of Tim Tebow, and how he carried himself. Um, mm-hmm. Don't like Urban Meyer, but at the time, he was a fantastic, tough coach, for a good coach at the time. Um, so, and like you just said, their starting quarterback is out, Cam Rising. I'm going yeah. with Florida on this one. I'm going to go with Florida. I think they're young. I know it's a new, new uh, uh, quarterback. But I just, I don't know, still something, something feels positive about me with Florida. So I'm going with Florida on this one. I don't think Utah's going to be that great this year, but we'll see what happens. Well, thank you, Brittany. My heart feels a little bit better. I, I watched the, the Utah Utes in, in warm-ups. They got some big boys and it seems like some big boys on both lines. I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, I hope that Florida can uh, adjust to the altitude. The game is tonight. I think they got in Utah on Monday or Tuesday, so they made sure to try to go out there and adjust to some of it. I'm nervous, and um, check on me at the end of the night. If we lose, I'll be um, trying to get some some medicine to calm my behind down. But um, I love this time of the year, Brittany. It's college football season. The NFL will start um, in a couple of weeks or a week and a half. It is the major league baseball and they're coming down to the wire here with about four more weeks to go. It's a great time of the year. Phillies um, making and it I mean, yeah. yeah, the Phillies are looking good and coming back. I don't think that they will win the division because the the, the Braves are up about twelve yeah. or 13, 13 games. But <laughs> Philly didn't have to come back last year. They got into the playoffs and went all the way to um the World Series Finals. So um, you know, you just never know, and and I think Philly is getting hot again at the right time. They look really good, so they can't make up any ground because the Braves still uh, keep winning. But the Phillies are, are right there, and will be in the playoffs, and and that's all you want is an opportunity. So, um, but Brittany, the thank you. Are out. But yeah, oh, so- <laughs> the Yankees and the Mets. You know, New York. Yep. It's it's been a while since both teams have been where they are. Um, for sure, and I got a chance to see the Yankees when they came to the Braves to to play them, and Mm -hmm. the the Yankees lost all three games, all three games. They did not look good, um, for sure. Different times, different times, for sure. All right, Brittany, have a great Thursday. As we always say, once you get to Thursday, it's time for the weekend. Have a great Labor Day. And congratulations on your new spot coming up. We'll talk more about that next week. And um, I'm hoping that it's going to be a happy week after this week of college football. Have a great evening. Tell your mom I said hello. I will. Have a good night. Go Florida. I'm a Florida fan. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Thank you very much. Never had it so good. She knows sports with Brittany and Princess. I'm excited that this show is back. I love talking sports with Brittany. Never had it so good.